everybody, and welcome to episode 76 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. We've had a little bit of a, what, three-week break or something like that, but we are back in business today, and Randy Cash is there through the computer as always. Hey. Hey. How's it going over there? Fantastic. How are you over there in your new digs? Right, man. We just, it seemed like every week there was something going on with the move. And so it just seemed like a better plan to go, you know what, let's just take a little bit of a hiatus, come back to it and be a little fresh to the whole situation. There was just a bunch of, a bunch of stuff to do. It was a little bit of a stressful, but you know, grateful process. Moving is definitely a process. There's a lot involved and you really come to realize how much stuff you've acquired over the years, you know? Yeah, it was a really good decluttering activity, and we only brought stuff to the new house that we actually used and wanted to keep, and we didn't just hold on to stuff for the sake of holding on to stuff, which I think is a far better approach, because I like stuff. I know there's some people that are like very minimalist, and they don't like stuff, but I, I sometimes get attached to things, and so I had to be very strategic and not just keep things for the sake of keeping them, but I'm kind of proud of myself, but we did a good job. We did a good job. You'll have to come see the new place. I would love to. Absolutely. Remember when I moved down, we moved down the street, uh, mm -hmm. a few houses and all the stuff we got rid of. We did. And we actually, that was an interesting move too. Cause we like carried everything down the, down the, the street basically as much as we could. And then the heavy stuff, I can't remember how we moved all of that, but yeah, it was a process. I feel like it's funny. It brought back a lot of memories because back seven, eight years ago when my life kind of fell apart, that's how I describe it. I moved, I think I added 11 times in a year and a half. And then there were three office moves that happened within like a two or three year period after that. So that's a lot of moving in a really short period of time. So I kind of feel like this is sort of the, okay, I feel very settled. I don't see us going anywhere. We're kind of building our roots and figuring stuff out. And, you know, I, I feel very grateful and also very grateful for this whole kind of entrepreneur life where I can start and stop things if I want to like the podcast, just because life got in the way, you know? About what, seven years ago is when your life fell apart? That's about the time you met me, isn't it? <laughs> Let's see. So I would have met you in early 2014. So yeah, about seven years ago. Um, actually, it's probably more like eight, nine years ago when everything really started falling apart. And then by the time I met you, I was just spiraling. You're welcome. You got to deal with spirally Lindsay. But anyways, I digress. But I know we have missed a few weeks and I've still been doing the blog each week. So I thought maybe today we would just do a little bit of a recap of where we've been these last three weeks and then kind of hit the reset button as to where we go from here. So as I mentioned in the in the new place, I've got um, a recording studio and I've got some other things that I'm going to be setting up, which is going to allow me to finally get the rest of my workshops, my online courses to get those all launched because they've been kind of in a pause phase since uh, pretty much as soon as we knew we were moving, they kind of got the pause button. So I'm looking forward to getting that relaunched. And over the last couple of weeks in the blog, we've been talking about courageous conversation and active listening. Now, I talk a lot about using or downloading my free relationship communication guide. I will put a link to that in the body of the description of this podcast. If you have not yet downloaded it, go ahead and click that. It's free. It gives you some insight even more into what we're going to be talking about today, but it's basically this idea of courageous conversation and active listening, and those things lead to relationship compassion and the development of empathy within your relationship. So it's sort of think about it like this. 
First, I want you to ask yourself, are you having conversations with your significant other about the things that matter to you and about the things at a deep core level that you really care about? And if you can't say yes to either of those questions, I would really ask you to ponder what is standing in the way of you being able to do that. I'm not suggesting that you can't have high level conversations about the weather and how your day at work was and stuff like that. But if you're never really digging into the things beneath the surface, it's going to probably start to feel a bit disconnected at some point. You know, the from my experience here, especially lately, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. You know, it becomes like a uh, like a routine sort of like everything else that you do that you're accustomed to doing. The more you do it, you kind of develop a comfort level and uh, things become easier, you know? Yes, absolutely. I don't know that it ever becomes like completely easy, right? I mean, it's always going to be a little bit of work when you say, wow, okay, we're going to schedule some time to talk about some deep stuff. Let's dig in. That's not ever super comfortable. But the, the truth is, is that when we put ourselves into those emotionally important, but potentially uncomfortable situations, we also give ourselves a chance to grow and develop and have deeper levels of connectivity with our partner. But we're not going to necessarily get to that if we don't go through the hard work, you know, kind of thinking of it as you're 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 at this point. You want to get to another point. The only way to get from one point to the other is to actually go through that middle part, that messiness of sorting some things out. And I want to be really clear, though, when I talk about having courageous conversation, this does not mean that you're going to talk about everything that matters to you and you're going to have your partner agree 100 percent with all of it. That's not exactly reality. Like, I don't think it's fair to ask anyone to say, well, I'm going to tell you how I feel. Now you have to agree with me. But there are healthy ways to agree to disagree or to just use that relationship compassion to say, oh, how interesting. Okay, so that's how you feel. That's your point of view. Here's my point of view. Let's see where we line up. Let's see where maybe we don't line up and compare notes, so to speak. It doesn't have to be, you know, a a blow up argument. And that's the importance of courageous conversation. But you've got to also incorporate active listening. So first, you have to bring your courage and say, I'm going to talk about the things that matter to me. But then after that, you've got to say, okay, now we're going to take turns listening to each other and we're not going to go into defensive mode. We're not going to go into disagreement mode. We're not going to go into dismissive mode or, you know, trying to fix it. We're just going to listen. We're going to practice that idea of saying, oh, okay, so you're telling me how you feel. Let me check in with you and make sure I understand how you feel. And then maybe I can tell you how I feel. But it's not about arguing. It's not about disagreeing. It's about developing compassion within your relationship to really hear where the other person's coming from. I've coined this new phrase here lately. I call it me-ing, like me and ing, like as an action, making it a verb. Mm -hmm. Because when you Mm -hmm. are making things all about you, me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. When you have Mm -hmm. courageous conversation, you can't me-ing. You got to stop and listen. And that's the Mm -hmm. time where you can't make things all about you. It's about making things about the other person in turn, making things about us. Does that make sense? I totally agree. That's a really great. Yeah, I'm going to have to maybe steal that, but I'll give you credit. But no, that's a really great example because 
it's okay to have your thoughts. It's okay to have your opinions. It's okay to feel the way that you do, but it can't be all about you all the time when you're in a relationship. It just doesn't work. And I hear from couples all the time that'll say, you know, I just don't know how we got so far apart or how we drifted apart or how did we get to this place? And one of my very first questions that I ask is, well, how often do you sit down and talk about things that really matter to each of you? When was the last time you sat down and shared your opinion? Opinions about really important topics and that you did it in a way where it didn't feel rushed or it didn't feel like if you share your opinion, your partner's going to get mad at you and vice versa. Yeah, they are called courageous conversations, I guess, because they take a little courage to get them going, you know, but like I said earlier, just from my experience for me, it's getting easier to do them and, and start them, which I think is probably the hardest part, getting the thing started, you know. So for me, it's getting easier to start them, I guess is what I should have more correctly said earlier. And if you do that, man, I promise it will become easier for you to start those up. Yeah, I um, I had a, a new coaching couple, coaching client couple, whatever. I had a new couple start with me for some relationship coaching a couple months ago. And that was one of the things that both of them sort of brought to the table is that they were like, wow, like, how did we not have these conversations for so long? Because now that we've started it feels like it's so much easier to just jump into those conversations on a regular basis when previously it felt like we were tiptoeing around each other and kind of walking on eggshells and we didn't quite know how to bring up our concerns to the other person. And so I'll use that example where we talk about sometimes, you know, if you've got a Band-Aid on your arm, whether you pull it off slowly or you pull it off really fast, you're technically still feeling the same amount of pain, but one of them is really drawn out and it's really hard to sort of like get to the end of the pain. Whereas the other one, you lean into the discomfort, you do the hard stuff, and then you're able to reap the rewards and the benefits from having invested that hard work. It is work, but it can be very important, you know, fulfilling work if you do it with a partner that you're building together rather than being against each other. And I think sometimes that gets lost in the process of, you know, being in a long term committed relationship. You know, anytime in my adult life ish that I've been in pain, be it both emotional and physical, I learned to like mantra ish myself through these things saying, like, it hurts right now, but later it will not. Later, it will not, you know, mm -hmm. that's kind of what yeah. got me through it. No, I like that. Or, you know, sometimes I'll have people just, you know, figure out a way to reset. Like, okay, only spend 15, 20, 30 minutes a day, maybe not even a day, maybe a week. Start where you are, right? Don't feel like you have to do all of it at once. Go ahead and sit down and say, okay, we're going to start getting used to getting the junk out. So we're going to spend 30 minutes twice a week where we sit down, we set a timer, we get some junk out of the way, and then we, we go on and do happier things together. We find ways to reconnect. You don't have to always splash around in the, in the, dis, you know, the disagreement, but it's important to talk about it. And, and it takes practice, you know, um, when we lean into things that are difficult, it's not an easy process, but that doesn't mean that it's not worth it. It's always worth it. You just got to put the time and effort in, you know, to show mm -hmm. that it's worth it and make it worth it, you know? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I'm so excited about getting everything completely relaunched. I've had people sort of going through the material from my course with one-on-one sessions with me, which is not ideally the way it will function where most people would just take the course on their own and consult with me if they need to. I kind of feel like by going through it with couples and that really high touch approach, it's allowed me to tweak things and to really create the modules and the lessons so that everyone can benefit. So I will remind you, go ahead and download the free relationship communication guide. You will be one of the first to know when everything relaunches and you'll have first access to everything. And in the meantime, we're going to be, as we get close to ramping up to that relaunch, we're going to be digging into these topics a whole lot more on the podcast so that you have a really clear idea what you're getting into and what types of things we're going to cover. Everything from basic communication all the way through the sexual aspect of your relationship and everything in between. Well, everything in between can be found on my Instagram at <laughs> rcashcomedy. That's at rcashcomedy on the Instagrams. Thank you very much. And you have, let's see, did you say Thursday tonight? Tonight's Thursday. So do you have a you have a, a showing at where? Oh, I'm at. I'll be at Backdoor Comedy and Events in O'Fallon, Missouri. Thanks for bringing awesome. that up. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome very much for bringing that up. If you do want to follow along with what I've got going on, go to lindsaywalden.com. You can find all of the info there that you would ever need. You can also send me a message if you need more specific um, answers to your questions. I am all over social media, Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting, Instagram at this is Lindsay Walden, TikTok at this is Lindsay Walden, Pinterest is Therapy Thoughts, and Clubhouse is at lindsay.walden. Until next week, I do hope you keep living your best life and building that relationship of your dreams and we'll be back with more.